Hello, and welcome back to the Talk of Fame podcast with your host, Kai Monsuni. I've been dying to do this episode for a while, and I'm so happy we got the chance to do this. I'm joined by the lovely award-winning screenwriter, director, and founder of Affinity Inside Pictures. Affinity Inside Pictures is a Michigan-based film production company that draws on narrative storytelling to tell thought-provoking, hard-hitting stories that portray some of the harsh realities of both social tool and quotation struggles. Talk of Fame is honored to welcome Paige Irene Bruins. Welcome to the podcast, Paige. Thank you so much for taking the time. I'm so happy you were finally able to do this. Oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So after graduating from Wiggling College of Art and Design in Sarasota, Florida from Abatha in film in May of 2020, you founded Affinity Inside Pictures in which it's a Michigan-based film production company. And like, does seeing so- stories on screen kind of inspire you to start this production company? Or how did you kind of like feel the inspiration to kind of start this? Yeah, absolutely it did. Um, I think seeing, well, it's kind of a combination of things, to be honest. I think seeing things on the screen that inspired me and moved me uh, mixed with a lack thereof. Um, And then also just circumstances. I graduated film school during the height of the pandemic Mm -hmm. when the business was almost entirely shut down. So my plan originally was to go straight to L.A. and kind of work my way up that way. But with everything going on with the pandemic, I was not ready to move across the country to a city where I had like no support system. Yeah. So I, I ended up going back to West Michigan which is where I grew up, uh, and spent time with family. And while I was there, I was really reintroduced to the beauty of West Michigan. Um, And through that, I very quickly became passionate about bringing film to the area and kind of showcasing the beauty of it in film. Um, And so I started looking into what the possibility of starting my own company would be and decided to just go for it. Ooh, like especially during the pandemic and starting it for the height. This pandemic is just like with everything shut down, it's very hard to do things, especially entertainment-wise. And now with the writer strike going on now, it's like it's hardly things going on in basically movies and TV wise and stuff. So it's very hard to kind of get stories and get filming and basically publishing the things, especially Right now, the writer's strike and back three years ago, the pandemic, it's like very similar because like a lot of film production shut down due to the writer's strike because no writers are doing anything due to the strike. And that's right. the reason why we have all these movies and stop based on the writers. Absolutely. Yeah, the entire industry is shifting right now. So it's going to be, I mean, I would say it's been shifting for a while, but now it's like really starting to take off. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see where things end up for sure. Oh, yeah. And like when you started this back in 2020, like what were some of the struggles you kind of had to go through when you created the company? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is that we did form in the middle of a pandemic when the industry was completely shut down. So a lot of the early projects that we lined up that were exciting for us, we, you know, we'd get greenlit and then we'd get close to production. We'd be ready to go and then we'd get shut down. So we never really got to get to a point of like creating those projects, which 
in the beginning was very tricky when you're trying to, you know, build a, a brand and show this is what we want to do. And this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a little bit frustrating, but now looking back on it, it ended up being like a blessing in disguise because oh. it really gave us the opportunity to focus on longer form content that we were really passionate about and just pour everything into that. Um, and that's just been such an incredible process. So looking back, I'm like, ah, everything happens for a reason. So I feel like that should be everyone's motto in life. It's like, yeah. it's not like everything happens for a reason because of rejection after rejection. That's why yeah. like everything happens for a reason, even though I'm going to be frustrating. But it's like, yeah, even though it's frustrating, then sometimes it works out like getting a green light on a film when after the pandemic, you're like, okay, we can film. Then like, no, we cannot. Film yeah. but like how's like, your production so close. <laughs> so close, right and like how does like your production company portray some harsh realities yeah so I always say that I couldn't tell a story without some like underlying social issue if my life depended on it yeah I've tried I've tried to do like the lighthearted comedy thing and it's just never worked out for me mm-hmm. um So I think part of that comes naturally just from my passion of telling stories about the human experience, I guess, and things that we go through and struggle with Um, and kind of doing it in a way that removes some of the stigma. I think there's a lot of commonly known issues that kind of stand out in society and there's a lot of stereotypes and stigma around them. So kind of telling the stories in a way that shows the reality of that opposed to playing into that element of it. Um, So I think because I'm so passionate about that, it kind of comes naturally in that respect. Mm -hmm. It's just like when you come natural to that type of thing, it's just like you're so used to doing it at the point where like, what can I do other than this project or this thing? Yeah, for sure. And, like, how do you guys kind of make sure the script is telling a story of, like, struggles? Like, do you guys reread a script, or how do you guys kind of, like, do it on your on your perspective? Yeah, so being authentic and truthful in our portrayals of topics and characters is one of the most important things to me. So, for me, the process is just as much about the front-end development and research and getting out there and making connections with and talking to people who either live a similar lifestyle as our character or has had a similar experience um, and really trying to immerse myself in that world as deeply as I possibly can. The more I understand that and I've kind of gone through the motions and seen it firsthand, um, the better I can then translate it onto the screen and into the script. So that's, I mean, I think I spend just as much time on the front end talking to people and immersing myself in the realities of their world um, as I do, if not more, uh, in the script phase. So Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing when it comes to making sure that we're portraying reality correctly. Yeah, based on plus, like, if you know someone that's based off a script, you can, like, have them see the script and read it. Absolutely. I was just saying that the other day, how we're working on um, a TV series right now. And I was like, oh, I got to bring these people in and have them read the scene when it's done just to make sure that it's truthful. Oh, really? I guess, like, we have the same mind then, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) 
But like, what do you think the industry is kind of gonna look like, like when the writer strike is over? Like, do you think it's gonna be the same thing, or is it gonna you think it's gonna be differently? And once it's over, probably hopefully soon. Yeah. Um. You know, it's really hard to predict what's gonna happen in the industry right now, mainly because, like I said, everything is shifting. There used to be such a like clear path to how the industry worked, whether that be what kind of content was successful or how to kind of start building a, a long-term career in yeah. the industry. That has been completely blown up. There's no such thing anymore. There's no one clear right way. Content is coming from every which way imaginable. Mm. Um, it's not just Hollywood. So everything is shifting, which makes it next to impossible to predict what the industry is going to look like in a year or six months or I mean even next week (laughs) so it's it's hard to say I mean I hope that we make some positive adjustments but um I guess we'll just see what happens with it Mm -hmm. it's like crazy to think this thing is still going on after a few months I mean Mm -hmm. I think the writer's strike started like a couple earlier this year I believe but yeah. it's like it's still crazy now in the summer, basically at the end of June of 2023, we're still kind of dealing with this whole kind of problem of writers and the money they get and the process and everything. Yeah, it's interesting to me that it, it's gone on so long. I mean, it, it goes back to content is the key to it all. Without mm-hmm. the content, what are you going to produce? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just what you're going to make also. Like, how yeah. is this going to get on screen if it's now being produced and written yeah well and since covid everybody i mean we've always been used to like consuming a lot of content but since covid as a society we're like even more hooked on being able to stream things and binge watch things so i mean the demand is clearly there so i don't know how long you can go on without having you know a full backing for that but right but everyone's different though some people can go years without it so who knows Who knows? It'll be interesting. Yeah. Like, how can people start writing a screenplay, like, in terms of your experience? Yeah. Uh, Good question. Um, It's easy nowadays. I mean, there's so much software out there and technology that will help. Celtex has a great free version of their app. Um, And I think it's a website, too. I used that when I first started. Um, and I actually have a friend using it now as she's diving into writing. So the cool thing about Celtex too, is that they kind of lay out the format for you. So if you're not super familiar with screenplay format, you'll quickly kind of adapt in that format, um, because of their application. So really all you need is an idea, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, does it cost money to do it or is it kind of like the free type of thing? Uh, Celtex has a free version. And I think the only difference with that is you can only like download into a PDF, like three different projects. Um, but you can write as much as you want. Ooh, interesting. And like, how much, like, will the screenplay change like when it's in process of filming or pre-production? Um, well, pre-production, it changes quite often just because of a bunch of different things. Usually, you're still working on finalizing the story um, and then location. When you start looking at location things, that always changes things here and there a little bit. Um, and then in terms of like actual production, in my experience, it doesn't change too much. 
for me, the biggest difference comes with dialogue. I liked, yes. (laughs) I like to give my actors room to improv and kind of, if there's a line that doesn't feel natural to them, or if they come up with something better, that's like much more clever than I came up with or wittier. I'm like, go for it. As long as it's staying true to like the overall goal of the story and true to who the character is. Um, so for me, that's where the the change comes the most. Um, I do know though that some productions will do major rewrites like overnight. Oh, I, I luckily have never had to do that, but I do know that it happens. So, and then of course, location stuff. Sometimes you can have a location problem or weather where you're kind of forced to do some rewrites, but they're usually relatively minor. Yeah, like it's just like I feel like that like every time something there's more like some big writings happen more than we know. Especially yeah. in movies and stuff, like big movies and stuff, like who like with bag big actors, like there's tons and tons of major writings and like every like screenplay or movies or shows always has like a, a major or minor thing to fix in at least an episode or movie. It always has yeah. like Maybe like a line change or kind of like cut something out or something. Like there's always something to change that perspective. Like there's more kind of things that go into it besides the writing and the process into that. Absolutely. Yeah. And when the actors get involved, they have their creative inputs and ideas and they're smart. They have been, I mean, they're invested in what they're doing. They have, they come at it from a totally different angle than the rest of us. So it's always fun to get their creative insights as well. Oh, yeah. And like recently you wrote and directed a short film or a short drama film called Anchor, which can be viewed on YouTube. Like, tell us more about that. Yeah. So Anchor is a short film um, about a really bright and independent college student who experienced a traumatic sexual assault at a party. And then simultaneously, we kind of get to explore how that event um, impacted her relationships with those closest to her including her best friend who happens to be very close to the guy who came on to her. Oh, that's so interesting. Is that like a based off a true story or is that kind of like a creative type of thing? Like that's not creative for sure. Oh, I have to check it out now. I'm def- like like invested right now. Like, like how long is the short film? Is it an hour or? That one is eight and a half minutes. Oh, so it's pretty minutes? quick. It's packed. Okay, I'm checking that out once I get on this interview. But, like, what was kind of, like, like to write and direct anchor? Was it, like, a big process? Or, like, how long kind of was the kind of the process to, like, write and direct? Yeah, um, that's my favorite thing to do is, is get to write it, create it, develop it, and then work with your team and your actors to bring it to life. So, um, that was the first big project that I did where I did kind of wear both hats. Um, and it was a roller coaster. It was such a learning opportunity for me, honestly. And I'm someone who will tell you every single time you set foot onto a set or you start developing a project, it's an opportunity to learn and grow as a storyteller. Um, but what Anchor really did outside of that for me was it really gave me an opportunity to hone in on and solidify who I was as a storyteller and what kinds of things were important for me to tell um, and my style. So Anchor is always going to be really important to me and it's going to be something that I always hold close 
to my heart because it's definitely been something that has shaped who I am today as a storyteller. Mm-hmm. And like, do you prefer doing writing or do you prefer being a director? Well, that's an impossible question. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it both, uh, or them both, um, for so many different reasons. Um, I love on the writing side, it exposes me to so many things that I would not be exposed to um, in my day-to-day life had I not been writing and researching and developing um, and directing. I just love working with my team and my actors to bring things to life. So mm-hmm. it's an impossible question. I love them both. Yeah, it's so hard. It's like choosing your favorite child for some reason. Like, exactly. It really is. But like you have been recognized by film festivals worldwide and earning nominations and wins in some categories, including the Young Filmmaker Award, Best Student Director, Best Narrative Short, and Best Woman Short, and Best Short. And like, how does winning these awards kind of build your self-esteem as a writer and director? Yeah, um, I think it definitely has a part in giving some confidence moving forward for sure. Um, But if I'm being honest, the thing that is most gratifying for me is when a project comes out and I get to circle back to the people that took the time to share their stories with me um, and their experiences when I was in that development phase um, and hear their opinions and their thoughts and see their reactions to what we did. Um, Just being able to make them proud and make them feel seen is really the key factor in what keeps me going. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's the same for me as well. But it's like when I win a category, when I get opportunities to do what I do, it's just like at least people are paying attention to what you're doing. And I, you know, it gets like your hard work that you put in each day is being well worth each time you win an award to get opportunity. Absolutely. And when you talk to these people, Um, in the development phase, you really, all of a sudden, you kind of feel this responsibility to them to portray their reality and their experience accurately. So to be able to make them feel seen is everything. Mm -hmm, It really is. Because like when people are watching short films, movies, shows, or whatever, they're watching YouTube videos, like they are, especially little kids are always looking to see somebody like them and feel inspired. When they see that, like when they're watching something, whether it's like a movie or a show or seeing a famous actor filming in a big movie that just came out, like when they see that person that's like a boss lady or um, an agent or whatever it is, like they're like, okay, I want to do that. I want to become that person like they are. Like that happens for me a million times. Like when I saw Olivia Benson and Law and Order SVU, I wanted to become a detective. I want to become president when I watch Commander in Chief with Gina Davis. Like there's so many, like when you see those powerhouse women or even men doing amazing things that are literally entitled to doing amazing things and that they inspire you that's the best thing that can happen because like when you go into that thing and when they see little girls around you seeing you do do those things they're like okay not only you're making a difference in your own life and inspiring yourself but you're also making a difference for girls around you for your family members or girls you may not know yeah it's amazing that storytelling can do that i mean when i look back at my life 
there have been so many things that have impacted me that I'm like, that's inspiring. And it's, it's just amazing that it has that kind of backing power to it. Yeah, it really does. That's like the, the power of storytelling is that like, it can just be so powerful like in each film or scene. You, you may not know how much it impacts someone's life until you get that one message saying they have back to my life. And this makes everyone so happy, especially me when I get those messages. Yes, absolutely. And like, do you have like any like upcoming projects? I do. So I'm working on a drama series right now that kind of centers on um, three families in a small town in the Midwest. Um, And it's all, they're like about their multi-generational relationships and all centered around the current opioid crisis. Ooh, that seems so interesting. I can't wait to see it. Like, do you have an idea of when it's going to be out or filming? Or is it still up in the air? Yeah, so I'm not sure of timeline just yet. We are working on the script right now, but I will say that it is coming along and I'm very excited about it. Amazing. And like, what is some advice for writers and directors that are just starting out or kind of looking to be in this industry, but don't know kind of where to kind of begin? Yeah, so I think outside of the basic, just make sure you're getting out there and, and making your own content because it's that's so true and it's so valuable. Anybody can create quality content nowadays with the technology that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for writers, I always say that vulnerability leads to authenticity. So learning how to get yourself to a place where you feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable in your work. Um I know it's not an easy thing to do and it takes time. So it's, you know, whatever works for you as an individual. Um, creativity is such a private thing until it's not. Yeah. And when you're kind of like surrendering yourself to all the emotions of each of your characters, all of a sudden it feels very personal, which makes it then terrifying to share that with anybody, let alone potentially the entire world. Um, so finding ways to just get more comfortable with that and being vulnerable is a big thing um, as a writer because that's how you're going to craft authentic characters that feel real, that people can, again, going back to watching something and seeing something relatable. That's how that's done. Um, And then for directors, uh, the biggest thing for me has been being able to identify your actors' breaking points and when they've hit their emotional wall Because as the director, you are their biggest advocate on the set. Your job is to be there to support them and help them be the best that they can be. Um, And the second that you identify that they have hit that point and you ask for another take, now you're all of a sudden not acting as their biggest advocate. Um, And that is vital. Being able to identify that. Well, and not only identify it, but be able to be prepared enough to then take a step back and be like, we're good. We're good. We got what we need. We're done. Um, moving on. Um, or have a backup plan. If you didn't get what you need, okay, how do we move away from this and then come back and get what we need? Um, that is huge because that actor director dynamic is everything. It will make or break your film. And a situation like that will be vital to the actor director relationship. Yeah, it really is because like when you have that art actor and re- like director relationship, like 
with having that relationship is basically as important as the film itself like having a good relationship with the actor like it's like kind of like a big thing because of course you want to have actors they bond with but you don't want to have a bad relationship when you're done with this film and not talk to him again because like of course you're going to have work with them for a few weeks or months depending on the film but of course like you do not kind of want to deal with that with the people you work with it alone yeah well yeah and two I think when you're doing any kind of content but especially when you're talking about deep emotional dramas you're asking a lot of these people yeah Um, and I think easy sometimes for directors to forget that I think we're all conscious of it but I think sometimes it's easy to forget that in the moment being wrapped up with production things so just making sure that that's always in the front of your mind and you're always concerned and and focused on the actors is is a big big thing as a director it really is and like I just want to thank you so so much for coming on Paige I really appreciate it I know we've been dying to get this done so I'm happy me and you were able to get this done and where can people find you on social media if they want to connect with you yeah so Instagram is Paige Irene Bruns perfect everyone go check her out and i can't wait for any upcoming projects you haven't planned and if you need anything at all feel free to let me know i'd be happy to help anyway so thank you again and i'll thank you everyone for listening i'll see you guys soon thank you so much have a great rest of your day Paige. you too thank you of course bye guys bye